You're listening to Radio Primavera Sound, proudly presented by Cupra. Welcome to the Weekly Reviews Daily Edition Radio Formula, broadcasting live from our studio in Barcelona. We're in countdown mode as there's only eight weeks left until the first Primavera Sound Festival in what seems like aeons. One would think we've forgotten what it's like to be in a massive open-air space surrounded by thousands of music lovers, raising arms in hell and making an amusement ride out of their bodies, following wise advice from the late, great... Anthony Bourdain. There will be plenty of time to sin in a world of good and evil. Be good, but behave as badly as life allows, so long as no one is harmed or scarred for life, or any damage that costs people money. Tattoo that in Japanese letters all across your chest, like a child of amicable anarchy. Kicking things off are Los Angeles, fiery quartet of punk femmes, the Linda Lindas. Wonderful, wonderful stuff. A product of generations of underground music in LA and beyond. The Linda Linda's debut channels, classic punk, post-punk, power pop, new wave, and other surprises into timelessly catchy and cool songs sung by all four members, each with her own style and energy. With an ever-maturing writing prowess and expanded life experience, the Linda Linders are growing up. This is what their press release reads, and there's nothing to add, really. A perfect description of this incredible energetic no fucks given punk rock band that has garnered 
in comparisons to the late 80s downtown punk like that made by bands like Adolescents. That was a cheap excuse to play a little bit of this classic. I mean, some would say Los Angeles is a different city from what it was like in the late 80s. But downtown has some streets that make Skid Row look like Disney. Some people are living the American nightmare. And there's never an excuse to stop raging in the name of. Another band from which a... No, sorry. Another land from which... A lot of great punk rock has stemmed from Australia. Can once again brag about another band who puts the R in rock in giant gold-plated letters. This is Romero.
ravishing quintet Romero, led by powerhouse Alana Oliver, a singer who cut her teeth performing in a Blues Brothers cover band all over the Great Southern Land, channeling the force of Aretha Franklin or Tina Turner, with a band of blokes who know their analog equipment and rootsy vintage rock references enough to keep the rock flame alive. From Spain, we also have a young band keeping the guitar strumming loudly over melodic songs that you can hum the hell out of the drive to work, yawners with their ode to the enigmatic Weezer frontman, Rivers Cuomo. chief songwriter of Yawners, is clearly a big fan of the god of nerds, Rivers Cuomo. He was even so nice as to tweet his admiration for the song. Who knows, maybe there's a possible future in the metaverse in which Yawners and Weezer collaborate on a proper track, or share a double-A side, or tour together. Who knows, if you love Weezer, you'll love Yawners, and you probably have enough time for Australia's rolling blackouts coastal fever. 
good, lads. The blackouts, the coastal fever, the rolling. Well, you can't really call them the rolling without confusing your aunt Margaret. She may think you're talking about the English band with a similar name who've been around much longer. They're still touring Rolling Stones. I wonder if... Having to explain my little reference there. Just in case some of you are asleep. It's Monday morning. It's not that early. It's only 11.18. We're live from Radio Primavera Sound here in Barcelona. Andre Ignat manning the controls. Now, I wonder if there's a direct relation to musicians who come from lands surrounded by large bodies of water. Australian bands have a knack for great melodies, like the Rolling Blackouts Coastal Fever have demonstrated, as do Wetleg, who are from the much smaller Isle of Wight.
That was a cut from that wonderful debut from Wet Leg. It was last week's album of the Weekly Review, full of songs that beg you to learn each lyric to be ready for an unsolicited breakup. That's what I say. Okay, uh, Primavera's round the corner, and we finally have new music from one of this year's headliners. Everybody pay attention. This is the new song from Interpol. It's called Tony.
It sounds like Interpol, doesn't it? It's just, I love it how they've just got a blueprint for how an Interpol song has to sound. The New York trio has confirmed their new album shall be named The Other Side of Make Believe. It shall be released onto the universe on the 15th of July, and they shall tour extensively to promote it. Wherever you live, they will appear, or at least somewhere near. They recorded most of the record in the UK with Flood and Alan Mulder behind the controls, but apparently, due to pandemic restrictions on traveling, each member figured a way of composing their parts remotely during the writing stages. Another bee who has been busy pollinating after the incredible experience of directing the rehearsals for ABBA's multimedia spectacle is former klaxon James Wrighton. Once again, produced with his friends Stephen and David Duell, aka Too Many DJs, Wrighton shall release his second solo album for their Dewey record label, following up the gorgeous The Performer. Expect very elegant and sophisticated electronic pop backing very classic and solid songwriting. I will never get tired of pop songs made by melancholy English boys, like the XX's Oliver Sim. Gonna look the gem 
dress it away, talk it away, build down the flame, but it's song which along with its visual is a celebration of queer identity. Oliver Sim was the last of the three XXs to branch out and make his solo record and judging by the two singles released so far it was worth the wait. Such a healthy move for musicians from bands to make solo records. Imagine when they all reconvene to make music for the XX again. All that wonderful creative confidence hitting massive strides. And one can never go wrong when one of your closest collaborators is Jamie XX tweaking the knobs and adding his fairy dust. No pun intended. A member from a popular band who also went on to do his own thing and never returned to the fold was Josh Tillman of The Fleet Foxes, who spread his wings as Father John Misty. Unless the feet is how you pay the rent In your work of some semi-man While inside the weekend book editor's desk And while they have not mentioned it She must watch roses get thrown at last Just the thing for them to cure for 
Sounds a bit like she's like a rainbow by the Rolling Stones, isn't it? With that that piano harpsichord, whatever you call it, thing. 
The charismatic, self-made Lothario known as Father John Misty has delivered yet another album of classic-sounding Laurel Canyon-esque balladry that shall not diminish the Harry Nilsson comparisons he's been carrying since I Love You, Honey Bear. His new album is available and goes by the title of Chloe and the Next 20th Century, out on Bella Union. Most of the music press has received the album with clapping hands. Mojo Magazine said, Tillman's writerly skills would have shone in any era. He offers a moving reminder of the beauty of life's impermeance. Don't get too relaxed, ladies and gentlemen. Here's the latest from Working Man's Club. Men's.
Working Men's Club have announced their second album shall be named Fear Fear to be released mid-July on Heavenly Records. The band have said it shall not be as minimal as their debut because there's been a lot more going on that needed to be said. Sometimes less is more, others more well-balanced is more. Put that on a coffee mug and sell it, missus. Whereas my colleague Ben Cardew will approve of Working Men's Club, he feels the total opposite when I play the next band, one that many love to hate, but fans like me will stand by no matter how dodgy the haircuts, no matter how embarrassing some of the lyrics may get. Once you love placebo, not even death will do you apart.
Placebo, now only featuring its two founders, Brian Molko and Stefan Olsdahl. They returned with a new album, Never Let Me Go, which is a fan-pleaser, since it contains plenty of songs that sound like them at their, what would arguably be their best period, Without You, I'm Nothing era. There's still some of those electronic effects that get dated very quickly, with some crappy lyrics that serve to get from bridge to chorus unimaginatively, but the ones where there's that emo a la placebo are so lush it makes up for the phone calls. Time to play a song from two years ago. I can't believe it's been that long. Just a friendly reminder, another one of our headliners this year, The Strokes.
One can be forgiven for forgetting that The Strokes' last album, The New Abnormal, actually picked up a Grammy for Best Rock Album. Not that that accolade means anything if you're a fan of the band. Some of us like them better at their scuzziest than underground, like on their 2016 EP, Future Past Present. The only thing that we care about is that they get on enough to keep touring, which is where they really fulfill their purpose on this earth. The New Abnormal was produced by Rick Rubin, whose track record kind of guarantees you'll be swimming with the greats and picking up awards if he has a say in what the record should sound like. Strokes will be returning to Primavera Sound for their second time since 2016, and they'll be playing both weekends, which means they'll probably be seen out and about in some of Barcelona's restaurants. That's what indie rock musicians do when they come. They go to wonderful tapas restaurants. And in the case of Julian Casablancas, maybe they'll play some football and be in touch. Well, he will be in touch with his roots, since his late father, John Casablancas, was Catalan. Ah, I bet you didn't know that, did you? Now, more from another Primavera Sound classic band that is just great. And they released a new album, which we haven't, we haven't celebrated enough on this radio because... So much music gets released these days and stuff, but let's make amends. They shall also be playing Primavera Sound. This is Beach House.
the Baltimore duo released Once Twice Melody, a record divided in four parts, which is a dream pop triumph of all sorts. It sounds like the David Lynch movie you're dying for him to direct. Please, David, get back in the chair and put the camera on those wonderful moody scenes that stay in our brains forever, like Beach House's music. I can foresee what will happen at the Beach House recital at the forum. Many faces will see each other again with more wrinkles than the last time since we met. There will probably be no one younger than 35 in attendance. Or maybe there will, because Dream Pop always finds its listeners, regardless of age. The world is full of people who look at sea, at the sea with tears in their eyes and feel melancholy no matter how happy there is, how much happiness there is in the air. There's always that mood of feeling, oh, why, why, why am I so wretched? <laughs> Never mind. Now, uh, we have time for one more song. This is a triumph that caught me off guard, totally by surprise, uh, but I didn't expect less. Uh, we finished today's broadcast with the new, a cut from the new solo album from Grizzly Bear's Daniel Rosen. It's his first album. He, he had released an EP a few years ago, but this is his first solo album proper, and it is the classiest piece of recorded music I've heard in a long time. This is definitely one of the nicest records I've heard so far in 2022. Listen to it in its entirety. It'll, feel you, it'll make you feel very relaxed. Chop some carrots while you do it. Please take my advice for it. This is Daniel Rosson with shadow in the frame and with him we say goodbye thank you for listening wash away one at a time the lamps died left shapes in the dark i can't describe all the sightless creatures find no way all the sightless Creatures find our way
You're listening to Radio Primavera Sound, proudly presented by Cupra. (laughs) 